You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord, right? <laughs> you know, the Bible says, God who commanded his light to shine out of darkness. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. He commanded his light to shine out of darkness. Out of this present darkness, the light of God will shine. Hallelujah. God, somehow, he did not command his light to shine out of light. Glory to God. But he commanded his light to shine out of darkness. When the enemy brings darkness upon the face of the earth, upon families, God has the ability to command light out of that darkness. Out of the darkness of Corona, the light of God will shine. You know, the enemy, now, now, Apostle Paul said in Philippians 1.12, he said, I want you to know, brethren, that the thing that happened to me has stoned to the furtherance of the gospel. Mm. Thank you. That's powerful. He said, I will, you understand, brethren, that the things which happened to me are falling out rather. Now, Paul was preaching. And then Satan thought by arresting Paul, it will stop the gospel. You see, sometimes you'll pray that God should not let something happen. God allows it to happen. But God takes that very thing that should drown a believer and makes it to work together for your good. He saw the apostle preaching around and Satan thought, if you stop him from moving by his, his incarceration, it will be difficult for the gospel to spread. But the enemy did not know that it was helping him more because the gospel cannot be stopped. 2 Timothy 2, chapter 2, verse, verse 9. Paul said that, I suffer as an evildoer to the point of being bound. He said, but the word of God is not bound. Because God's word cannot be bound. Glory to God. So he said, so at the end of the day, when Paul was in prison, he said, the thing that happened to me, I want you to understand. He said, it has turned to the furtherance of the gospel. I say, by the spirit and the name of Jesus Christ, there are uh, uh, scoffers and those who love to scorn churches. Some are happy that people are not going to church. But they do not, you know, you, you need to know if the princes of this world knew, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. Yes, people are told to stay at home and they must comply. Wonderful. But that does not stop the spread of the gospel. And in the name of Jesus Christ, this situation will lead to greater light and to the furtherance of the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Nothing can be against the church. Everything will be for the church. The Lord will heal the entire world. Amen. He will push back this plague. Amen. And the gospel will spread more in the name of Jesus. Amen. There is a reason. But the Bible says, all things work together. Romans 8, 28. The Bible did not say all good things. All things. All things. All things. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, the most important thing is to love God. All things work together for good 
to them that love him and who are called. So many people listening to me, watching me this morning, you are born again, you are called by God. All things work together for your good. Now, the Bible did not say all good things, all good news, all things, the good, the bad, the ugly. Ultimately, when you are a lover of God, they work together for your good. Hallelujah. This is what it has always been saying. What we need to check is the thermometer of our love for God. No matter what is going on all around the world, this one we are prayed, it will pass. But there's no guarantee that something will not come again. Why we live in this world, there are battles to fight. Things will happen. Things beyond people's control. Government will be bothered. And we pray for them that God will strengthen them. And God will help doctors. And help all those who are involved. Everybody. Regardless of whether they know him or they don't know him, it doesn't matter. His healing power must cut across all. But I'm saying, hallelujah, that for believers, what they need to check is our love for God. All things work together. Those who love him and who are called, who are called. Because, you see, moments like this, mysteries also are being revealed. There is uh, coming up and writing against the wall that the priests of this world cannot interpret. But God will also raise Daniels and Josephs. Glory to God. But the key word is a heart for God. Those who love God. From the time of the Old Testament till now, the demand has been thou, so um, God told the people under the Old Covenant that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your might, all your strength. And somebody approached Jesus. And he said, Master, which one is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, and that's Mark chapter 12. He said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God. With all your heart, with all your soul. He said, hear you, oh ye Israel, that's verse 29 or so. That's the, the Lord of God is one and thou shalt love the Lord thy God. So in the Old Testament, they were commanded. When Jesus came, before he went to the cross to begin the New Testament, he also said, the demand is still the same. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. But you see, what has happened right now is that they were demanded to do it in Old Testament. We are enabled by the Spirit to do it in New Testament. But the end result is still to love God. That's why in the New Covenant, Romans chapter 5, verse 5, the Bible said the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. That love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit gives us ability to love God. You know, in John chapter 14, and that's my, my chat to this morning, Jesus said, somebody asked me a question, and then Jesus said that, if any man will love me, I and my father will come. John 14, we will make our dwelling place with him. There is something about God and those who love him. He said, if any man will love me, we will come and make our dwelling place with him. First King 3.3, 3, the beginning of Solomon's greatness. The Bible says, and Solomon loved the Lord. Because it is written, he will not withhold any good thing to those who love him. And I tell you the truth. The mysteries of this end time, they will unfold before those who love him. Remember where we stopped last week. 
God loves to speak in parables. The Bible said without parable, Jesus said nothing to them. And then we look for the reason. Proverbs 25 verse 2. It is the glory of the king to conceal a matter. God loves to conceal matter. But then he reveals to those who love him. That's what the Bible says, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not entered the heart of men. But God has revealed them to us by the Spirit. He said the things that God prepared for those who love him. The hidden things of God are for those who love him. And he loves to hide things. Colossians 2.3 says, In Christ is hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And I said, God is not hiding them to punish humanity. No. You see, what is happening is not new. Whatever goes on, some people love to blame church for everything. It's wonderful. I told them when we were praying yesterday, as soon as the king of Babylon dreamt and there was no interpreter, oh, thank God for the spirit of interpretation. It's coming upon saints all over the world. As soon as the king dreamt and he said, since no wise man could interpret, he ordered for the execution of all, white, all wise men. But this is the interesting thing. In Daniel chapter 2, Ariok wanted to start with Daniel. There were wise men in the palace that the king consulted who could not tell him the meaning. And the king said, go kill. And the wife, the Ariok carried his sword. He did not start with the wise men in the palace. He was looking for Daniel. This is why the church has the responsibility to pray no matter what is going on in the world. Satan starts something and he turns it to the head of the church. That's why believers must rise up. You know, there are people rejoicing that people are not going to church. But you see, you don't, the scorners, people who, who scorn, uh, they, they say, Bible says, bless the man who does not walk in the council of God, nor, nor stand in the way of sinner, nor sit in the seat of scornful. There are, there are people like that who love something like that. But they shall see the glory of the king when he appears. Hallelujah. But the interesting thing, I'm just calling attention to this. So, Ariok was looking for Daniel. And Daniel told Ariok, I'll oh, take it easy now. Give us three days to pray. And the Bible said the secret was revealed to Daniel. Daniel 2.25. In a night vision. I am not preaching for long this morning. I'm saying to saints, moments like this, begin to rise up in the night and pray. There is something about night season. It is not a doctrine. Psalm 19 verse 2. The Bible says, day unto day he uttereth speech. Night after night he showeth knowledge. What is a speech in the morning will become a knowledge, become a knowledge in the night. What is a speech in the morning becomes a knowledge in the night. Night after night. Why? Why did the earthquake happen and, as Paul and Silas were singing in the night? Why in the, why in the night? Why did Jesus walk on the water in the night, not brought the life? Are you following me? Peter was rescued in Acts chapter 12. Also in the middle of the night, an angel appeared. Abraham made the sacrifice. And God walked through in the night. Bible said darkness fell upon Abraham. And then he heard. Why in the night? Well, we cannot make a doctrine of it. But it is important that watchmen stay awake in the night. It means two things. Literally, in the night, pray. But also the world is going through a night season. Watchmen must stay awake. The angels appeared to the shepherds as they were watching by their sheep by the night. 
Shepherds stay up in the night to watch over their sheep. And you see this over and over again. The mystery was not revealed to Daniel during the day. It was in the night. And this is the night season the world is going through. Both in the night, literally, and in the season, this night season for the whole world, we should pray in the night. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The only thing that God is checking is how much our heart is burning for him. Glory to God. Oh, blessed be your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. <laughs> is someone blessed? I welcome those who are watching. Even though I'm almost through, we love you. <laughs> Whether you're at home, you're in your kitchen, your bedroom, <laughs> outside the house, your dining room, wherever you are, somebody's taking a shower and listening to this, somebody's cooking and listening to this. The word of God cannot be bound. It does not mean the government is against the world as people are making it look like. No, they have to do their own job. But the word of God cannot be bound. Church is not a physical building. It's important to gather together to worship God. The Bible commands that. But when there's a situation, there is plan B. <laughs> Hallelujah. The church in China is growing because of plan B. Hallelujah. It's not about choir only. Moments like this, we evangelize more. When there is fear in the world, we show faith. Hallelujah. The spirit of revelation is also moving around, coming upon people by the Holy Ghost. And people are receiving greater insight, deeper insight into the things of the spirit at moments like this. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord. You can have your seat briefly. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be one hour service. So I have less than 12 minutes more and I want to keep to time. But someone is already blessed this morning, right? <laughs> Glory to God. You know, let's talk a little about what we started. So on the night, God appeared to Solomon. And he said to Solomon, ask what you want. And it shall be given. And then Solomon made a speech that pleased God. Ooh. He made a speech that pleased God. You know, I said something about that. The first test of Solomon's wisdom, we will elaborate a little more on this, not today. Prostitutes. That was something difficult to solve. In the first place, prostitution was never allowed under the old covenant. But then after an encounter with God, the first people was going to deal with but then they were prostitutes, guilty already. But then there are children who were innocent. A kind of parad paradoxical moment for Solomon. But that's not for today. But then God said to a man, What do you want? But the beginning, 1 Kings chapter 3, Solomon loved the Lord. Solomon. Oh, you see. Every time Jesus gave parables, those who decided to spend extra time with him, he unraveled, he explained the parable to them. Life at times, a person's life looks like a parable. There are mysteries, there are mysterious things happening in people's life that they cannot explain. The Bible said the sacred things, they belong to God. 
But the ones that are revealed, God is always interested in revealing things. We cannot even exercise faith correctly until there is revelation. Are you, are you with me? Saints must get to a point where we must understand that the greatest thing that we need is revelation. And God always wants to reveal. But great things are not found on the surface. That's why the deep things of God are revealed to those who go deep with Him. And that is what God is calling for a moment like this. Believers must not be superficial. We must go deep. And that's why I'm actually saying that for members of this and those who are listening to me and watching, cultivate the habit of praying in the nights. And I said, please, it's not a doctrine. It's just a suggestion. It helps. Revelation of deep things. What is coming upon the earth shallow Christianity cannot undo. But they that know their God, the wicked will do more wickedly. The darker it gets out there, the more the light will shine. But then it depends on how many words is your light. So Jesus saw it and he said, let your light so... He said, you are the light of the world, yes. But let your light so shine. Because lights are in categories, levels. Your phone has lights. But that light cannot light anything. Other than just a little circumference around the phone. But there are lights that when they beam me, they see 100 meters ahead. Even car lights are not the same. The lights of Range Rover 2020 model is different from the lights of Volkswagen 1982. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You know that. <laughs> what kind of light is the light that is in you? So Jesus said, let your light so it's your responsibility. I heard this morning just to say, because you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, the love of God is already shed abroad in your heart. But you must let it flow and lead you into the love for God. There is a love of God. That one comes from God and is given to you. It's by impartation. By you receiving the Holy Ghost, it sheds the love of God abroad in your heart. Your heart is saturated with the love of God. But you must have the love for God. As a result of the love of God. Actually, the call that is going around the whole world now is that Jesus is taking people deeper. A deeper dimension is being required. Don't stay at ankle deep. Go deeper. Hallelujah. Until the river carries you. And it becomes a water to swim inside. That's the dimension that is needed in this land because gross darkness is coming upon the earth. I know this will soon pass away. It's not the final thing. It's not the final thing. It's not the end of the world. It's not the final thing. I've heard all kinds of prophets and all kinds of people have said, this one will come and pass away. Hallelujah. If I pray by the Spirit that it won't last as long as people have predicted. I'm just praying that in the name of Jesus Christ, it will go. But after some years, some more things will come. Yeah. It's like that. But the most important thing, let those who know their God rise. 
and let believers demonstrate an uncommon love for God, especially in this kind of moments, is very important. Lift up your hands on your seat and just bless the name of the Lord. And if you are those of you watching at home, lift up your hands and just worship Him. Just bless His name. Give Him praise. Just worship Him. You can just pray that, Lord, I love you. If you are listening to me, watching me from anywhere this morning, and you notice you are getting cold when it comes to loving God, walking with the Father, your personal walk with Him, can you just pray? Lift up your hands and say, Lord, fill me up again. You can pray. If you can pray in the Spirit, why not? They are the bones for you. More and more, more and more. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name. We bless your name. I speak to those who are going through any situation. All things work together for those who love him. That's why I brought this message to you. Very short message. When you walk in his love, when you love him, all things can only turn to your good. Whether it's rejection, whether one looks like failure, one looks like a defeat, it will ultimately work for your good because you love him. Because you love him. That's also why we pray in the Spirit. For we know not what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit gives us utterance. Father, we bless your name. We worship you. I also want us to take a minute to pray for the entire world right now. Right on your seat, just begin to pray. Our Lord, let the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in His ways. All over the nations of the earth, every nation, Europe, Africa, America, Asia, Arab world, everywhere in the world. Let the Almighty Father stretch forth His hand and heal the world. We command this gate of hell that is open against humanity to be shut. In the name of Jesus Christ. And that the glory of the Lord will rise upon the earth. Men will be drawn to Jesus. Let there be healing. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your name. We worship you. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Oh, we give you praise. We worship you. We adore you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, praise to your name. Oh, praise to your name. Shall we all rise? Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Glory to your name. Let's just read this word together in Romans 8.28. I just want us to read it together as, we, as I bring the message to a close. Romans 8.28. I want us to shout it. You know, I was just quoting today. <laughs> Glory to God. Is someone blessed this morning? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 28. One, are you there? Okay. One, two, go. And we know that all things work together for good. 
Can we shout that word? All things. Say it again. All things. All things working for my good. It's intentional. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say that word again to yourself. All things work together for my good. Shout a living amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for being part of this Sunday morning. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.